Welcome back to Live from Joe's Closet, a show where we may not be live, but we are in my closet. On this podcast, we like to talk about good movies that feature some real good music. So we hope you take the time to relax and enjoy this episode of Live from Joe's Closet. Outer space. Outer space. <laughs> Outer space. God dang it, I love Adam Driver. Welcome back. We're in the podcast closet. We're in the closet. Love um, at Joe's closet. Nice. Thank you. Nice. Thank you. That was very good. You should like uh, play in some uh, bar doing folk music sometime. I think that would be good. I should yell at a woman with a harp. I think you should yell horrible obscenities at her. Mm -hmm. I think that'd be great. Totally, um, show us your panties. That is the thing that was said. Mm -hmm. um, welcome back to Live from Joe's Closet, the show where we talk about good movies with good music. Love it. Um, I'm Joseph Galleon, and with me is your boy, Mr. Kai Knight. What's up, Big Cheese? How you doing? Big Cheese. Big Cheese. Also known as Too Tall Jones. Too I'm a big fan of that one. Mm -hmm. My voice is already giving out. I've had a lovely sinus issue for the last three days. We big fans, big fans. Um, I don't so get we those. watched. You don't? Nah, really. I'm indestructible. Oh, yeah. Cool. So we watched a. <laughs> <laughs> so we watched a movie called Inside Lewin Davis. Uh, this was your pick. Uh, yeah. what, what what inspired you to choose? Love this movie. All right. And, you know, I the last few picks I made have been, like, crazy movies. With, like, That's fair. Really good I'm a fan of The Paradise and then Her Blacks. Yeah. And so I yeah. feel like people up to this point, I just want people to know that I also watch good movies. That is. Yeah. Well, Phantom of the Paradise was, I was a good about movie. To say, that was a good movie. And Phantom of the Paradise is Triple a great X movie. was fun. Triple X is fun. Yeah. We should watch State of the Union. We will not talk about it, but we should watch Straight of the Union after this. It's <laughs> just not I'll on tell the you, podcast. we'll get 30 minutes into it, and you're going to want to turn it off. Yeah, that's fair. I want to watch uh, Army of Darkness anyway, because i got to watch the other Evil Dead movies Well, we can watch 30 minutes. Rise. We can watch like 30, 30 minutes, to, or 15 to 30 minutes. Is Sam Jackson in it? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. well, at least he that's is. something. He kind of played Nick Fury before he played Nick Fury. In that? Yeah. Yeah, it's a little weird. Yeah. Um, but anyway, back to Lewin Davis. See how amazing Triple X is. We can't stop talking. Yeah, about you it. got a point. <laughs> I mean, for two episodes now that have been after Triple X, we talked about it in Jojo Rabbit. We talked about it on this episode. We did. Oh, I forgot. Yo, what episode are we on? Six at this point? Uh, no, five. Uh, five. Yeah, yeah. Five. Okay. Because you've picked two. I've picked two, and now this is your third. Yes. Um, awesome. That was great. Yeah. Um. No. Yeah. So we'll get into the movie. Um. You, you've picked an interesting time to to do this mm -hmm. uh, movie because I've been ex like feeling a lot of doubt in the film industry and doing being a, an artist in film mm -hmm. the last like three days, and then I watch this movie and I'm like, mm, mm. maybe I should give up. Maybe I'm not going to. Give up. I'm not going to. 
But that is that. Those were the those were the emotions. Well, you have a lot more uh, avenues in the film industry than you do in the in the music world. The music world is specifically in the sixties. In the sixties, yeah, sixties folk scene. Yeah, maybe I should join the navy. Maybe you should. Well, he uh, was it was the navy. Yeah, he was already in the navy. He had mm. pilot, well pilot's license, mm. so maybe air force. Maybe That's air true. Force. Yeah, but it was I don't know. Yeah, one of those. Mm-hmm. No, but um. Yeah, I picked this move. Um, the music. I've actually thought about joining the Air Force before. Oh, the Air Force seems cool, man. I want to fly one, planes. It's one of the. It's the. It's considered. It's hard. It's the intellectual branch. Yep. Is, is that's the intellectual branch? Yeah, one hundred percent. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to do any. Like, I have a lot of Marine friends that are like, "Yeah, no, we just chew crayons," and I was like, "Okay, okay. Um, no, I wouldn't say that." Um, oh no, that's a running joke. Is that an? Uh, that's an actual yeah, like so, running yeah, gag. Back in the. Um, I think it was Vietnam. Mm. They gave Marines a bunch of, uh, like, ice cream. Uh. And they wanted to give them ice cream. They ran out of, like, containers to give them. And I'm paraphrasing this. So they used Crayola uh. to put the ice cream in. And they got a bunch of pictures. So there was a running gag with, like, all the pictures that they see out there. Like, oh, the Marines are eating crayons. That's So that's how <laughs> that gets started. That's pretty good. I, I love history, man. That's mm-hmm. cool. Um, so, you know, this movie bummed me out, bro. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's 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 more of like a, uh, I guess, a cautionary tale, you could call it, mm-hmm. of someone who is just a bit of a sodge. But a a sodge. Yeah. Ah, he's a jerk. Yeah. He is a jerk. He's not a very nice person. It's one of those things where you feel bad. I think I used that word right. Asage, right? I don't know what Asage is. But I think it's Australian slang for a jerk, but uh-huh. I might be wrong. British I hope people, I didn't just say something offensive. Probably. British mm. people would call him a bit of a knob. A knob. A bit of a knob. A bit of a knob. A bit of a knob. Yeah. Um, nah, so Oscar Isaac is a great actor. Holy crap, he's one of my favorites. One like of my of favorites. all time, man. Yeah, as well. Um, frick. He is good in everything he's in. Um even if it's a bad movie like X Men Apocalypse, he was still fun to mm-hmm. be because he played uh, Apocalypse. He did uh, that movie though, piss. Uh, <laughs> it's very bad. Um, don't watch it. But um, this movie, I think there's some cool parts to it. I yeah, some cool parts doesn't make a good movie. Like Amazing Spider Man Two is the worst Spider Man movie, but it has some good parts. That's in a it. fun movie though. That's a fun movie, in my opinion. Once you let go of the fact that it's going to be good, and you just... Okay. Do... It's one of those so bad it's good. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I, I think Absolutely. So. Absolutely. I think so. That's like one of my, like, I love watching Batman and Robin. I love watching Batman and Robin. it's so bad. It's so good. <laughs> it's so bad it's good. It's so bad it's That's good. the best thing. Batman comes sliding down the back of a dinosaur, and he's like, yeah. hi, Freeze. I'm Batman. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good line read there, George. It's great. Good job. Great. Um... Goodness, man, this movie, this movie really sat on me hard. Like, I I, by the time he was uh, back at, obviously, full spoilers. You guys know the drill by now. Mm-hmm. Um, by the time he was back at the club playing, I I, I was crying because mm-hmm. I was just like, I was just really sad, man. Because I was like, well, and I think part of the reason it hit me so hard is I have a friend that's just like him. Oh, really? yeah, that is. Asks everyone for money, uh, and I don't think has a home right now, mm-hmm. and is currently staying with his ex girlfriend and her kids. Oh, it's do and yeah. yeah, it's just him. Yeah, and 
just keeps repeating the same cycles and it scares me to death Mm -hmm. because I don't want to be that. And I'm terrified of repeating the same mistakes. Well, I was thinking, well, what does he do? What did he do? What, who? My friend? Yeah, what does he do? I almost said his name. Don't say his name, but like, what? Um, uh, what do you mean? Uh, he's a he's a musician. Mm-hmm. It's like just, just like, like this, and um, gotten a lot of trouble because of money issues, and can't keep a job, mm-hmm. and it's just well. There's his heartbreaking. First, I know. There's his first mistake though. What is it? You can keep a job. Yeah, but he doesn't let himself keep a job mm-hmm. because he. Oh wait, you're saying I can keep a job? Wait, what are you saying? I'm saying he can, like, you gotta keep it. Why doesn't he let himself keep a job? Because he keeps, like, showing up late or not doing his job. Well, you keep doing that. You don't keep that job. If you can keep that job, you can. That's that's very true. You can just work hard and put your dreams on. And I get it. Yeah. It's it's still, I I have a friend like him, too, so he's not a musician or anything, really. He's just, like, kind of floating. And that's, like, I mean, Mm -hmm. I've worked so many retail jobs, so many, like, whatever. Just retail. jobs. Oh, I don't like it. Trust me, I'm not a fan. Um, well, I'm going. It's funny that you're saying it because you just started a new job today. Started today. Oh, as of recording today. Oh, it was great. Uh, it was. Uh, I was working on a podcast. I'll. I'll it shall remain nameless because it hasn't even been officially announced yet. I don't believe, but it went really well. It was just like a dry run. We were getting all of our equipment, but uh, um, it's a nice little part time gig that pays pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um. And that was nice. Um, like it was really nice. That's good. We'll see. There you go. But also, like, I just started a job. Um, I started a new job going back into the restaurant business again. Yeah. Just because I like that's the only thing on my resume. Yeah. I mean, there's film stuff now. Sure. Luckily. Well, yeah, yeah. So I can put that on and get that to film people. That's very good. But uh, just as far as like having the side gig, you know. Yeah. And luckily, I've had like the time where people like. They, they seem to be okay with the fact that I have this. I told him I was like, I have this other thing. And like, yeah. I'm going to eventually get a call one day, and I'm going to be not working for you guys. for. That's that's incredible that they were chill with that. Possibly. Well, I think it was because that's why they gave me the lower position. That, yeah, that, that tracks. They gave me, like, one of their, like, high, like, top chef. No, they wouldn't have given me that. But if they gave me, like, a cook position. Yeah. Like, it would have been worse if I was like, can't work. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. I'm I'm just not going to be here for a few weeks. Yeah. Don't few worry weeks. about it. Maybe a month. Maybe a month. Maybe, Maybe 6 months. Yeah. I will say there there's there was some uh I think it was Warner Brothers something or another that was coming in here for like 10 months and that is because they were going to shoot season 1 and 2 back to back. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. and um, I don't even know what it was. Um, it was like a CW show. I think so. Mm-hmm. Um still don't know what it was. Um but maybe it was Gotham Knights that really bad uh, Batman show that just came out is not. It's airing right now and it's going to get canceled. I promise you that. Um, it's really bad. It's funny because it's about like, oh my god, haven't seen Batman's it, dead. But what? Um, I'm avoiding talking about this movie, aren't I? What was the what was the show like? Do you think it's still filming here? Yeah, probably. Uh, um, I don't know if it is actually because Probably's of the strike. strike. Yeah, but but getting back to the movie because now we're ten minutes into the episode. Um, God, he sucked. He did. He was yeah. not a good person. He was per- just the worst. He was not a good person. And it like- it's, it's, I love the Coen brothers. The way they write stuff is great because they will consistently be like, here's a bunch of weird stuff. 
What's funny is I was writing the new show that I'm writing right mm-hmm. now, and it was like it was kind of a little bit of a, like a, like a hurt because I'm watching the Coen Brothers, watching their dialogue, and as I'm trying to write something, I'm literally it's dawning on me. As I'm trying, to, I'm like I can't do what they do. Like I think, I think you can. That's very well, nice. And of you, no, 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 no. But, hear me out. Mm-hmm. I think, but I was like, I was like, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that well, they've been doing it for so long. Yeah. They've been doing it like they've been having movies since like that that got big since the early nineties, mm-hmm. and and they so they've been moving, schmoving, if you will, mm-hmm. for a while. So they've got their groove, and and I think. And this is me knowing nothing about the Coen Brothers' personal life, but I almost guarantee you that a big part of their work is working together. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think I'm a better writer when I write together with somebody because mm-hmm. it, it helps shape my ideas a lot better than when I'm by myself because people give me feedback. Now, granted, you should get feedback on everything you do because, like, you can be the sole writer, but be like, hey, what do you think about these ideas? I get your notes. I go back and fix some certain things, and it's still through my prism of, of writing, but it's still whatever. But, like, when I sit down with, with Chris, right, mm-hmm. or with you whenever we were just improving a scene before we I hit record, mm-hmm. um, I think things take shape a lot quicker, a lot easier, and a lot better than – most of the time, mm-hmm. whenever I write by myself. Granted, I, there's a few projects that I have right now that are so personal to me that I am writing it by myself. One in particular. But uh, the uh, the feature I'm writing is, it's very personal. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to eventually show it to people to get like notes and whatever uh, so I can accurately tell what I want to tell. But like having those two work together on almost everything, because they just... Everything is by the Cullen brothers, Ethan and Joel. Mm-hmm. Like, everything they do. I, I think they've done... I mean, they've worked on a few other things apart from each other. But Cullen brothers movies, you always know you're going to get something top-notch. Mm-hmm. I mean, they still... They made True Grip. It's one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. And um, and this movie is up there. It, yeah. is, it is incredible. Um, I think I don't, I don't think I've ever seen a Cullen brothers movie I didn't love. Um Granted, I haven't seen all. Mm-hmm. For the uh, viewers, let me just give you the uh, plot. Of oh, the yeah, give me. Yeah. Just a quick little synopsis is that there's... 14 this, minutes in. <laughs> you, well, hey, it's better than nothing. Mm. And uh, so uh, Ewan Davis is about a folk singer in New York City in the 60s, right in the folk scene, right before it's about to pop. And um, it's basically like almost like a slice of life piece where yeah. it's just shows you what this guy is going through in the past shows you a bit of his life over the past like four or five like basically a week of his life yeah and you just see how like he is uh, pretty washed up at this point mm-hmm. and he's um trying to get over and trying to establish himself as a solo musician after his partner has uh just uh you find out later that he uh, killed himself yeah yeah and that hit me like a ton of bricks as well because mm-hmm. it's also it, it's interesting because i Jeez, this was the worst time for me to watch this movie. You just got in a weird... <laughs> uh, it hit me at a weird time. Because even today, I, I called Chris and I told him because like I've just been in a, a weird headspace the last three days. Because mm-hmm. of some, like, you know, a lot of personal issues and whatever. Um, and I, I called Chris today, told them that uh, I was like, hey, you know, first of all, before I say any of this, I'm not, I'm not feeling some type of way. I'm not going to do anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
but if I died, <laughs> um, I told them that I was like, you get all of my stories. Like, mm-hmm. don't let it die with me mm-hmm. because I like the idea of leaving something behind when I'm gone. Oh. Um, something more than like screw ups and mistakes, you know? Mm-hmm. And I know that I, I'm going to leave. And a lot of people have, have this is going to get real. Mm-hmm. Here we go. A lot of people have told me and a lot of people have been super nice uh, that I have. I, I'm not going to be forgotten, you know, mm-hmm. that I've already started planting those sequoia trees that will grow and plant and get huge after I'm already dead and gone because those things sprout like 60 years after and get like huge. I like metaphors. Mm-hmm. Um, but it still would be nice to leave behind a piece of art. That is like cool. This is parts of me that yeah. I can tell stories and make people feel things. So I called Chris and told him that, and Chris was like, "Oh no, I'm just the same way, brother." He yeah. goes like, "You, you, you take all my stuff whenever if I go." And I was like, "Okay, okay, okay," which was nice because it was like it was a sweet moment because it was just it was just nice to have that conversation with Chris. And it's something that I think they already knew, mm-hmm. and I know. They'd already told me that as well, but it was just, it was just nice to reaffirm in, in a moment that it was like, in a moment where, again, this weekend's just been very weird for me where I've been questioning a lot of my self-worth, blah, 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 my self-worth found in Jesus. I mean, I know. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that stuff ain't hard. Um, and uh, it, it was nice in that moment to know that, I mean, you know, you're not promised tomorrow. You could mm. die in your sleep. Anything could happen. Yeah. But you don't just cease existing after that. Your yeah. memory goes on and people still love you. And, mm. uh, and, and, and I think that's kind of sweet. And the opposite of what we see with Lewin. Yeah. Because he was, all he does is leave burned bridges everywhere. That's great. Yeah, I would describe this movie as like a series of missed opportunities. Mm. That's what yeah. all yeah, yeah, this yeah. movie feels like to me. Because... From the beginning, you see that he could be... There's so many different... I'll just start with the first one that comes to mind, where he could... When he gets to the royalties, they do please Mr. Kennedy. Absolutely. And he says, like, oh, well, if you wait, uh, yeah, you can get the royalties, and like you can always have this legacy where you always have this stream of income. Yeah. And he's like, no, I need the money now. So screw that. I'm going to sign this over. Yep. And he's like, I'm going to get this money now. And then you turn it turns out the operation he needed it for was already paid for from the last operation. Yeah. And it was, so he, if, if he wasn't so impulsive, mm-hmm. he would have been fine. Yeah. And on top of that, he finds out that uh, he also paid, he had an affair with uh, one on, well, yes, he had an affair with. Uh, it's a very heavy movie. There's some very heavy subjects in this, by the way. Yeah. Just, yeah. And I know we've already crossed that, but obviously uh, mm-hmm. too late of a trigger warning, but here's one anyway. Yeah. Well, the, <laughs> uh, he, does have an affair with yeah. his friend's uh, girlfriend yeah. and like impregnates her. Yeah. And then he wants to pay for an abortion. And he's like, it's okay. I, I did something I messed up earlier. And I go, he goes to the doctor where yeah. he uh, thinks that he's already paid for an abortion for his past lover yeah. or lover, yeah. ex-girlfriend. Um, and it turns out he's like, oh, no, she didn't terminate the pregnancy. So yeah. he now knows that he has like a, a child out a, there. He has a kid. He has a kid out there. And and I think that's part of. Mm-hmm. Oh, this movie, man. Mm-hmm. Um, 
It was it was as soon as he starts coming back from Chicago. By the way, the I, movie. can I get real right here? Please do. Um, uh, just so you know, it's a it's a it's an open space. I know it's a safe space, but oh if God. I if I go, yeah, you leave my smooth alone. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking all yeah. of it with me. You t- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no problems there, buddy. It. No, the pyro just Don't goes just, just right light, down. Light my room on fire. <laughs> light my room and my brain. Do the Viking funeral Viking thing. Funeral. Just yeah, light the the canoe on fire as Don't I go down my, a river. Don't tell my mother until my mm-hmm. apartment room until my room is in flames. Then they're gonna blame me. They'll be like, "Yeah, you killed him because all your whole corpse is." I'm gonna, gonna leave get... a video telling the oh. whole thing. Tell them the whole thing, and now I'm gonna get that Netflix documentary. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a whole plan. You got a whole plan, bro. Light it on fire. That's the way to go out. That is kind of a really cool. Mm-hmm. No, I'm I'm not even gonna play around. Like I I wouldn't mind having that Viking funeral, dude. I would love where that like part. the I just get pushed out in that boat, and they the like the boat on fire with a, like a flaming dude, for arrow. Me it's dude, weird. for well, me it's weird. I want either cremation, and if I can get that license, the Viking yeah. funeral, I want that. I want that instead of I don't want an open casket. Why? Why people gotta look at me? Come on. Yeah. Call my family. Look at my dead body. How? Okay. This is a really weird episode. Lewin Davis has done a lot of weird stuff to us, apparently. We'll get back to it. That's it's okay. That's how this podcast always yeah. works. It, Which I think is an interesting thing about this show is that it, it does inspire such weird conversation. But it's 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 conversation inspired by art, whether it's Triple X or, or Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. Um, it's, you can see where, like influence of art has already influenced us just moments after mm-hmm. watching a movie which is really cool uh i think um but spiritually mm-hmm. um from a christian point of view it is a little bit weird and that's something that i you know i never really thought about it much but it is a little weird that we have funerals where we just stare at a body yeah because it's like if you believe that you have a soul and your body's kind of just like a a flesh suit. It's like mm-hmm. kind of like a, a Gundam. And you're just a little flesh Gundam. <laughs> you go with the other? I would put myself as a flesh condom. Just a stupid <laughs> flesh condom walking around. Sorry. sorry. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> you I really forgot. like saying, saying hey, this thing. What, was, I know you were quoting was, the, movie. the movie. You were quoting the movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just have to Should walk the, around the in smooth. a big condom. <laughs> yeah, I was like, all right, lady. Jeez. I will say. It's, his it, line it's, next to his his comeback is amazing. Like, yeah, you ever yeah, heard for, the expression, it takes two to tango? <laughs> his accent's great in this movie, by the way. I think I it's love him, the New though. York accent. I think that's his voice. It is a little bit. Well, it's a little different. He puts he on a little it. New York. Yeah, he tweaks but, it. But oh, it's great. Um, well, at that point, he was an actor in New York. That's true. So this is not far off from his Juilliard graduation. This is kind of the movie that broke him in. Which makes sense. I mean, he yeah. kills it in this. Mm-hmm. So I don't, it, it, it's, it's such an amazing movie because I do really, really appreciate the way that it shows why he's stuck in what he does because he's just a never takes lifelines b never takes opportunities Mm -hmm. and c has surrounded himself with people that i don't know it's such like a weird group of people that that we meet around him they give him chances but then also like 
I don't remember her name, the character's name. Jean. Jill. Oh, Jean. Yeah. Yeah. Blames him for everything whenever, A, she cheated on her boyfriend with him, mm -hmm. and then also apparently with the club owner. Yeah. That we find out later at the end of the movie. Mm -hmm. It's like, then it's also like actual psychological abuse going on. Yeah, well, it's also, to me, it kind of views as like these people are flawed. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. Some people aren't great. You know, or just you like they're not perfect. You know, they're probably fine people. She's at least like trying to, trying to help him because yeah. she feels generous mm -hmm. to him. But you know, yeah, she's not perfect. She's, you know, she. Uh, she seems like a great guy. Justin Timberlake's character. <laughs> yeah, he seems like a king, dude. Mm -hmm. He's wrote a banger of a song. Yeah, yeah. Outer space, space. <laughs> Outer dude. Space. We love a good Adam Driver Ooh. out of nowhere. Because this was, I mean, this was before Adam Driver got big. This is be um, way before. This is when, uh, this is probably when like he was on girls. girls. Yeah. This is when he was on Girls. Nice. Yeah. Um, this is 2013. So. Yeah. So this was probably shooting whenever. This was shooting it when they, Disney bought Star Wars, probably. Because mm. I think it was in, around 2012 when they very got, got bought. I thought it was 2014. Nah, because then they would have had to write. Yeah. Shoot and release a movie within a year. That's fair. I think it, I thought it was 2011, 2012. Well, I think they were already in production and then Disney kind of bought it. It was know. it was a lot different. The the, the George Lucas episode seven was going to be a lot different. Well, not even entirely that way because it was supposed to be about a female Jedi who like whatever and uh -huh. thirty years after blah 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 blah. But outer space. <laughs> that was him telling us what was coming. He knew. What was he, up. knew. He, he knew. He universe. was like Carlo. Rin. He used the uh, he used the law of attraction. That's what it is. He manifested. He manifested. He put it in the goodness gracious. Um, speaking of outer space, yeah, right, we'll get to it. Okay, we'll get to it. Mm -hmm. Um, we still got a little bit left of this episode. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Oh, yeah. For sure. But um, because we uh, well, we this is heavy man. It's it, a heavy because you know it's funny. I this is my third time watching it, and yeah. I had the same feeling when I saw it the first time, and then when the second time, I think it's like. I thought it was hilarious. You, you there's all, a lot of good comedy. When you in this. know what the ending is. The movie is less heavy. When you know I what's imagine, coming, and you yeah. just realize, okay, he's not going to end up. It's not like a one of those movies where it's going to be all wrapped up in a nice bow. In fact, mm -hmm, there's a lot of mm -hmm. open stuff that I don't even really realize what's this about. Like when he hits the fox, or I thought it was a cat at first. I thought it was a cat too. But it's not. It's like we don't really can't really make out what it is. I think it's a fox. Yeah. And I, like, I, I, I mean, and like stuff like, like thinking, that. And you're like, what is this, a metaphor? Why is what it is that? Just tell me what is, I need to feel. Is he the, is he the fox? Uh, uh. Is, is the car the, the, just, the music industry? Was the was the fox pregnant? He just What aborted does it. the fox say? Do, 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 do. <laughs> Bring back that 2013 classic as well. Oh, oh it all comes together. And so, yep. But there's also the ending where Ooh, how it ends and like he leaves. The movie ends with him leaving, just missing Bob Dylan perform. Oh and, my gosh! Yeah, mm -hmm. just the series, and it's and it's amazing because I think that was like whenever it really. I was just like, oh, because as soon as Bob Dylan, uh, and as soon as I, I can hear the Bob Dylan, mm -hmm. um, I was just like, I, I started crying again because I was like. Oh, just life's leaving him by. Yeah. 
What is it? Even the the his like opportunity to become like the next great folk artist. He's like, oh, the mantle's been took, like, and he could share with. And again, he had plenty. But the problem is, it's kind of his fault because he had plenty of opportunities to put it away. He just had his ego. And he wanted to live up to this idea yeah. of what he was supposed to be. What he's supposed to be. Yeah. And they kept giving him, like, like the idea is, like, oh, you know, if you can, like, work on a little harmony, shave a little off your, like, Well, he literally said, if you have two other people that yeah. you know, like, uh, with a girl in it, he's like, we can yep. think about it. And he knows two yep. other people with a girl on yep. it. Yep. Yeah. And he said, you need to get back with uh, your old partner. He's like, yeah, that's a great What's idea. What's also funny, I'm kind of realizing right now, is the soldier in the beginning. Yeah. Everyone like says he's like, he's a wonderful performer. He's just like, is he? He has a great line where he says he's like, does he have a higher function? Yeah. Which is like mean. He's, no, he, oh, yeah. he's so mean in I this love movie, it. man. He's, he's the a best, jerk. He's got the best up-and-comers. And like, sometimes I, the problem is I feel like there's a there's definitely like, especially when I'm like like ticked off, like I'm there's a yeah. little bit of like Lewin Davis and me. I, I can feel that. No, yeah. and I think that just comes from the pride of an artist of of whenever other people get praise, you're like, well, what no, about me? me? I'm doing pretty good. Exactly. Like, and that's what? that's part of yourself you kind of have to kill yeah. because it's just like mm-hmm. you can appreciate all the art. But what I, the the what I'm trying to – what I just realized right now is yeah. that the one of the reasons he says it when he goes – when the dude rejects him at the yeah. place and he goes, well, if you have a, another act and you know, I don't have a lot of, I don't see a lot of money here. I don't see. And he goes, uh, then he mentions Troy, mm-hmm. who is the army guy. That yeah. Is the, and he goes, Oh, wonderful performer. He goes, he connects to people. Yep. And then that's when I realized is like the whole thing about, uh, Ewan Davis is that he is constantly closing himself off to people. Yep. And like the, Soldier is huh. very open. There, there's a lot of layers in this movie yeah. too, which and that's is just nice. my interpretation. No, I think that be. I think that's real because I mean Here's that's the also thing true. about Cohen, the Cohen brothers too, is because it's like, it's like how do you write stuff that's so like open to interpretation or so open ended and being okay? And there's a lot of weird stuff that goes yeah. nowhere or seems to go nowhere, like the fox, yeah, or, um. I just thought yeah. that was like a cat, and he was just like still like being racked about mm-hmm. like the guilt of losing the cat. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and which is again shows a lot more. Which is interesting that he cared so much about that cat, and I think it's just because that maybe it's just because a his priorities are out of line, but b which I mean I would care a lot about that cat if I lost somebody's cat. I'd be I'd be upset, mm-hmm. but also it's like those people. And we see it by the end of the uh, of the movie, they just continuously like forgive, yeah, and well, open well, his open their home for him, mm-hmm. and they're fine. They seem yeah. great. They seem super great. Yeah, and and I don't know. It it was so cool. That I was like, well, yep, this is this is him, mm-hmm. uh, Orion, right? Ulysses, Ulysses. U- Ulysses. Sorry, I'm thinking of Men in Black. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the galaxy is on Orion's belt. Hey, another great movie. That's with a, some hey, pretty he's got some music. banging music. Oh, I wonder if that's what I'm going to pick. Uh-oh. I'm hinting at something. Oh. Anyway. Um, Here come Men in Black. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have that song memorized. I can't even remember. That song kicks so much ass. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I agree. Um... <laughs> I had that on my iPod. 
growing oh, up. Oh wow, dude. Yeah, I was a big fan. Oh, I couldn't. I can quote it for you. Like just, just the Men in Black, just the chorus. Yeah, I mean, that's the fair. whole chorus, just that part. Yeah, the bass, the 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 beat on that slaps as well. <laughs> it slaps. It slaps. Oh goodness. So, um. Okay. Yeah. Back right, into it. Main reason this song, uh, came to me is because it is the perfect uh, movie for the podcast. Yeah, it really is. It is. Now that we've talked about the movie. Whew. Uh. Let's talk about the music. Yeah, frick it. Um, I love folk music. Uh, it was it was funny watching this movie. I was consistently like, I want to go fight my friend Cade and Kyle. Uh, <laughs> shout out. Uh, go listen to Wake the Shore on Spotify or wherever you listen to your music. They're great. There's only three songs, but they're good. They have they're they're folk singers. And uh, do a lot of like folk acoustic music, and it's great. But they don't were they put the, out much. Were they the boys you you, you yeah, brought they, in your house? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the the two that looked so similar. They, yeah. Yeah. I, um, it was like thirty minutes in, I like looked at and I was like, oh, you guys are related. Yeah. Caden, <laughs> uh, Kyle, Quitch, Schreiber. Because mm-hmm. um, I cool could tell name. by their. Uh, well, if I was like, if you guys had the same haircuts, you guys would look yeah. the same. No, they, they're they almost identical. Yeah. Well, the one and had a buzz cut. Yep. And I was like, I, was on, uh, I looked at him, and I looked at the other one, and I was like. The and two, the other they're one the only ones with, hair, yeah, yeah. They're the other ones with only ones playing, like, instruments besides you. Yeah, well, that's true. And I was like, and I was like, oh, they're the ones that are, you guys yeah. are related. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they have a folk group, and they're great. I made a music video for them on the last song they put out, um, and it's it's it, they're incredible. They don't put out much music. Mm-hmm. They've only done three songs in, like, the three years that I've known them just Why? because they they handle their life. Mm. Cade's getting married in October. Kyle got married, like, two years ago, and they just – they go to work. They have a bunch of songs they've written. They just haven't put them out. Mm. And I'm very upset because I want to hear those songs. Mm-hmm. I want to listen to them. Put out an album. Uh, but at the same time, I kind of have to respect it because it, it, it's like the exact opposite of what um, Lewin Davis was doing. Because mm-hmm. they're just very happy people. Yeah. And they're content and happy with their life mm-hmm. because they know what's important mm-hmm. and while their art and I know they know that their art is important and they're young. I mean, they're our age. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I know they know their art is important, but they also know that people are more important than that. Mm-hmm. And that is very cool. And that's just me talking how much I love them. So hearing all that folk music was like kind of great. Cause it just made me appreciate my friends as well in a little bit. And just the way that the music's done and having Bob Dylan at the end. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. It yeah. was all just incredible. I, I really, really loved this movie. Fun man. little tidbit for this movie. It, there is no pre-recorded tracks. It was all recorded live. Are you serious? Yeah. Oscar Isaac. Oh. Everyone, everyone you heard sang That's actually sang. Great. Everyone you heard sang actually sang those songs. That makes me so outer. Yeah. Space. Please. Yeah, he definitely did. Yeah, you Also, tell what's that. funny during that scene, you could tell. So Justin Timberlake and Oscar Isaac both play yeah. guitar. Uh uh, they gave basically Adam Driver a guitar as a prop. I know he couldn't play guitar oh, because absolutely. he never he plays never, it. He never, he does never it. plays it. <laughs> Outer space. <laughs> that that song went hard, man. It that was, was great. It was, and then it is it, a fun song. And it, and it shows more about Lewin that he's like, who wrote this? And he goes, I, I did, man. Yeah, 
Okay. And then, and it's, then they record yeah. it. I guess hard. for Lewin's taste, it wouldn't be something that Lewin would write. Yeah. And I think what uh, Lewin, whatever is considered, whatever Lewin writes is, mm-hmm. you know, it's weird because the song he opens up with, the hang, hang me, oh, hang me. Yeah. That song is a traditional folk song. Yeah. And it's great. And if so is Fairly Well, the song he ends with. Yeah. And so I'm wondering which song. If he ever writes a song, or he's just playing traditional folk songs, which was... Um, um, the, is the last song he played, is that the one he played in Chicago? Hmm. Uh, no, no, no. The last Maybe song he that's original. Fairly Well, with that he did yeah. sing with he his did, friends. Did, but uh, Fairly Well is a old traditional yeah, folk song. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, I couldn't remember if the Chicago... Because he played the one in Chicago off his new album. So, oh, well, so that's got to be it. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I would have hoped that that's mm-hmm. an original song. Mm-hmm. Um... For the movie. I don't think Oscar Isaac wrote it. That'd oh, be crazy. No. But, I mean, he does write music sometimes. He does. He has a beautiful voice. Yeah, he's great. I think he's amazing. The lovely Hippopotamus song that he did on Jimmy Fallon. Oh. Oh. Yes, yes the lovely Hippopotamus. We love the Hippopotamus. Yeah. Um, nah, he's he's such a talented performer, dude. Uh, Oscar Isaac Hernandez Estrada. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I busted it out. Yeah. I said it. Definitely. Uh, what a king. Um, for sure. For sure. King of Kings. King of Kings. Well, okay, not, maybe not the King of Kings. But oh, oh, yeah. We've got to be yeah. respectful for Jesus. we got to leave room. Uh, <laughs> when he comes back. Oh, yeah. He's going to be like, What's so, up? He's going to be like, so uh, you really like Oscar Isaac, huh? Oh, it was like, oh. oh bad, man. <laughs> hey, you know, I didn't, I didn't mean it like that. Mm-hmm. I, you think Jesus is petty like that? Probably no, not. No, he only really gets no. petty about like whenever people. I'm are. not even religious, and the stuff I've heard about Jesus is, doesn't sound like his character. <laughs> where he's <laughs> That's like, true. Yeah, I doubt he'd care. He'd be like, you know what? I also like he'd be Oscar like, Isaac. That's kind of funny. That was kind of uh, funny. <laughs> I, I, I mean, he's hey, like, if he loves everybody, he would love yeah, Oscar Isaac. He would definitely so he got me there. I bet he would come down. He'd be like, you know, uh, I've seen his work, and <laughs> it's pretty. Good. I, I really appreciated his performance in Moon Knight, mm-hmm. uh, specifically in Episode Five. Uh, incredible stuff. Okay. I'm not going to spoil it. Haven't seen it. I know. But yeah. once you get there, you'll know exactly I'll what I'm talking understand. about. You absolutely will. Because you were you were watching it the other day when I walked in. Yeah, I'm on episode like three. Brother. Mm-hmm. What? I'm glad you're finally doing it. Because I do really like that show. A lot of people I get mad about that very, one. I was actually very surprised on that show. Because I was... I, yeah. like, I've, I've, there's no secret. I don't think we've discussed it. But I have severe Marvel fatigue. That is very fair. Um, I, only, I, as a massive comic fan, I have Marvel fatigue. I'm because so, some of the stuff they've been putting out lately, lately, I just don't care. Yeah. Well, I've... Yeah, so I'm just like... I don't really care. I only care about uh, the new Blade. I care about oh, yeah. uh, Spider Man movies. Guardians. I care about Guardians, and that's about it. And like anything else, I'm just kind of like, okay, everything looks fine. Like, that's kinda, kind of a mood. Yeah, and then but lie. I I don't know what came over me. I was like, eh, I'm gonna check out Moonlight, and then from like Moonlight? the first Moon. Uh, well, the that's Mer- good too. The Mahershala Ali. Uh, that's a great classic. one. That's a great one. Actually, I've actually I heard. Seen that. I hope I said his name right. Mahershala, Mahershala Ali. You Mahershala. got it. You got it. I couldn't remember if it was Mahershala or Mahershala, but it's Mahershala from okay, whatever. Cool, cool. Yeah, but uh, he's great. That, well, have you seen Moonlight? No, Moonlight's great. I need to watch it. Yeah, um, uh, but I wanted to say from the frame of uh, Moon Knight. Uh, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is made different. Like, this feels cinematic. Yeah, it does. Uh, I think, and also just, I'm a, I'm an Oscar Isaac fanboy, as you are as well, and, like, I'm pretty sure I'd watch him. Oh, the, I'd watch him read the phone book. Dude, like, I'd watch him, like, watch paint dry. Yeah. I'm that committed. 
I would I'd be like, what, watch, a, what an incredible performance. This I says would. so much about art and the human the society. Um, if you could cast Oscar Isaac as a DC character, who would you who would you cast him as? As a DC character, yeah. Oh, I, I, have I no said it. I would have to be a DC fan. I would want to see oh, yeah, what he does with DC. Uh, someone, I would say whoever as any character from the. I want uh, the thing I'm very excited about if DC ever makes the Justice League dark. Yeah. Uh, and I would cast him as John Constantine. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. That's not bad at all. He's got an English accent. Well, that's true. He can do an English accent. A very posh English accent. Yeah. And then oh, he just oh, dies. Oh, he's a push. He's a little push. I'm Stephen. Um, I'm slipping into New Zealand. Shop. I walk in the gift shop. I just walk in the gift shop. Yeah. Um, no, <laughs> I... Uh, <laughs> that's... I'll get so I'll a little lo- bit back on this in the music before we wrap. Yeah, um, yeah for sure. Uh, but like I, I was really it, it. It takes you through a journey, and the music is used perfectly here. Mm-hmm. The Coen Brothers you have great tastes in music; mm-hmm. they really do. Because every 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 project they have has good music in it, and even like True Grit, which is still probably my favorite movie by them, uh, they use the hymn uh, "Leaning on the Everlasting Arms." As the theme of the movie, mm-hmm. like and it is it is used, and they do like big cinematic versions of it and whatever, and it is mm, tasty. Mm-hmm. Um, like I love that movie, um, specifically partially because of the music because it's used so well. Even in watching Big Lebowski recently, I was taken aback because it was just like great music. Like they used the, I think it's Bob Dylan. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, I think it's called The Man in Me by Pop Dylan. They they just use that while they're bowling, and then at the end again, and it's just it's just a, a chill back tasty. groove. What was that? It's tasty, crispy. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> oh lordy. I, I really appreciated the music, man. Mm-hmm. I, I think I've said everything I have to say about this movie. It affected me, bro. I know. And I think that's a sign of just really good art. And it's the second time the Coen brothers have done this to me in recent history. What was the first Because uh, back in January, I watched No Country for Old Men for the first time. Great that moment. movie left me hollow. Yeah. Good I will say, Lord. after watching uh, Lewin Davis, yeah. um, I would say just because... just. I think No Country for All Men just just edges it out. Yeah, I think that is my yeah. favorite. This is my second favorite, and then like maybe like Fargo is my third. But oh, I forgot about Fargo. I love Fargo. Fargo, Fargo, yeah. But uh, I mean, like Coen Brothers, you start it's been anywhere. I've seen that one. Mm-hmm. Honestly, you could throw a dart at the Coen Brothers. Like, yeah. Like because True Grit's also yeah. amazing, dude. I love. Yeah. I will. I will watch that movie right now mm-hmm. if you wanted to. I just love that movie so much. Um, I whenever I realized it's one of my favorite movies was whenever I accidentally watched the movie four times in a row in a week. Dang. And I was like, Dang. "Whoa, wait a minute!" <laughs> and it, it never got yeah because I I watched it because I was like, "It's been a long time." And then I went to go hang out with my dad, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Dad, you want to watch this movie? We should watch this." And I turned it on. Dad loved it, and then I showed my friend Taylor, who you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to T Dunn. Uh, we do be throwing out shout outs like it's popcorn out here. They're all um, your friends. Yeah, you should shout out some of your friends. What's up, Johnny Keith? Nice. 
Do they listen to the podcast? No. That's fair. No one does. Uh, <laughs> Yet. Yeah. Hey, we got a few listeners. That's good. Thank you for listening. Thank you, guys. That was for you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, no, that I showed awesome her, and then I think I just... I was like, I really want to watch that again. Yeah. And then I watched it again, and I was like, yeah, this is one of my favorite movies. I think it's probably like, I, I don't like numbering them perfectly. No, But it's probably my, my second favorite, if I had to number, because I usually say 12 Angry Men as my go-to for favorite movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then probably it's uh, probably it's 12 Angry Men, True Grit. Mm-hmm. Just, and Jojo Rabbit's up there somewhere. Yeah. We be showing favorite movies, bro. Yeah, this is up there for me. Uh, Lewin Davis? Yeah. Nice. Before we go, what's your favorite song? From the movie? Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry for blowing straight into the microphone. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that they record with Adam Driver's up there, just because I was like, it, 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 I think it's used in a very interesting way, because it's like the almost the only upbeat song in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. And it shows like how much of a future he would have with people around him if he didn't just go it a lone wolf type mm-hmm. deal and i think that is a, a very beautiful abstract way of showing it where it's like even just in the tone of the music but also the 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 hang me song i just like how it opens on that and yeah. ends on it i like both of those what about you that one is great there's two renditions so fairly well has two mm-hmm. renditions oh um this is a crazy story so I love that opens up with that the fairly uh, there's two different ver- so when he's leaving yeah and the cat gets out there's yeah. another version of it playing mm. it's the same song but it's played in a different way it's and Oscar. it's because with it's his it's his partner yes technically yes in the in the movie but. yes but what's funny like if we're going by that logic yeah so it is Oscar Isaac singing on that track version uh, yeah. also. But do you know who the other singer is? I don't. It's a real life singer in a very successful folk band. Oh? Yeah. It's uh Marcus Mumford. Of Mumford and Sons? Of Mumford and Sons. <laughs> now, another fun thing. Oh. That's another, pretty cool. Another fun thing is uh I don't know at one point. So I think Marcus Munker, M- Marcus Mumford had a part in this movie because at some point yeah. he met Carrie Mulligan. And they realized that they were pen pals from a long time ago. I believe so. Uh, you can <laughs> look this up, but I'm certain it's them. And they are now married. So Carrie that Mulligan is, crazy. is married to Marcus Mumford from Mumford and Sons. Yeah. Huh. The girl plays, the actress who plays Jean. Yeah. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. That is a really cool song. So it's a nice story. little fun. But I wouldn't describe every hang me sad. But I yeah. would, the thing about folk music, especially this type of folk music, is that it's not a hundred percent sad. It's what I would call melancholy. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not necessarily saying it's everything is sad. Reflective just... to the tone of life. Yeah. Where at one moment you can be the happiest you could ever be, the next moment you could be the saddest, and then you could be in what you described the last three days where you're kind of in a limbo. That's what that I was... is a very good way of putting it. Yeah. And like you know, we're always in a limbo. Yeah, that is that's a, a good way of putting it, man. Mm-hmm. And it's like you know, and I haven't done a very good job of of leaning on people during this last little bit because people will be like, "Hey, do you want to talk about it?" I'll be like, "No, nah, it's going to be fine." Mm-hmm. That's stupid. And I'm oh my god, I'm Lewin Davising. Mm-hmm. 
It's okay if you. I mean, I mean, yeah, but sometimes like, you gotta take action. I have an unhealthy way of doing it though, where I, I will just only. That's what we not should use as a people. metaphor for Lou and Davising. Yeah, whenever we keep too much to ourselves, that's a good idea. Or whenever I like we're that. putting too much on ourselves, you say you're pulling a Lou and Davis. I pulling a Davis. We'll call pulling it pulling a, a Davis. Oh my God, are you winning? Are you winning right now? Hey, hey. what's the N stand for? What's the N stand for? Lewin Davis? No, it's Lewin. 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 John Goodman, by the way, before I before we close, mm-hmm. what a king. I love John Goodman. Did he die? I think so. I think so. Probably. I, I, as we discussed, I think he died and the cat ate him. I'm okay with this. I am too. He wasn't a very nice person. Either. He was a very, he was kind of racist. I heard, I he hope. He said some uh, really not okay things. I hope uh, Lewin, uh, yeah. eventually, he gets out of that. Um, the funk. He gets out of the funk. He lives with the Dwarfines, whatever the yeah. names are. He gets a few dollars. Maybe he shifts off for a little bit. Gets a few dollars. Goes back to Akron. Yeah, raises kid. That that was the hardest thing for me. Teaches was seeing kid him to play pass Akron. I was like, mm. that's another op- that's another example of where he could have at one point. Literally, you see the he instantly he could have just been like, kid. hey, I gotta go. And it's whatever, not too late. To that you know, the yeah. kid's two years old. Yeah, so you could come back into their life. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and change. Yeah, and like actually do it, but so, he didn't. I know. So we know how Lewin is. Most likely, he won't make that decision. Mm-hmm. But sometimes people surprise you. That would have been amazing, mm-hmm. but he didn't. What a yeah. shame! But hopefully, mm-hmm. after the credits have rolled, he made it. Di- made a difference, and yeah. hopefully, he didn't. You know, die the way you lived. Yeah. Exactly. Um. But yeah, that's inside Lewin Davis. Yeah. Let's end it with a. Uh, oh wait, what was the um, what was the Oh, the space thing? Yeah, what was the next movie we were going to do? I am making an executive decision mm-hmm. for the next episode to be a double feature mm. of Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2. I I know it's movies we've already sh- seen. As the showrunner, uh-huh. I accept it. Let's freaking go. Yeah. I am so excited for the third one, and I was yeah. just thinking about it. I was like... Oh, I really want to watch those movies. Mm-hmm. So we we're going to especially because they are a little happier. Yeah, yeah Lord knows. So they before, are. but also those movies make me cry every time I watch them. Both of them. Oh my God. Oh my God. Now uh, let's end with a quote from Lewin, da- uh, Lewin Davis inside Lewin Davis inside of him inside of inside him. of Lewin Davis. Yeah. What's the quote? Uh, if it uh, was never new mm. and it never gets old, uh, then it's a folk song. It is a folk yeah. song. And also, where's its scrotum? Uh, my favorite folk song is by this uh, folk artist. Her name's uh, Cher. If I could turn back time, and if I could find a way. Live from Joe's Closet is a part of HPE Radio, a heroic power entertainment broadcasting network. The show was created by Kai Knight and Joseph Gallion, recording and editing by Joseph Gallion and music by Benjamin Gallion. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you have a blessed day.